Since I just got engaged last week, I thought it would be appropriate if we play a game that I like to call SEO Tinder. Now what I'm gonna do is I've got a list of different tactics and hacks that I've gathered from Twitter and our Facebook group and Slack. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna present that tactic to you. And if I like it, I'm gonna swipe right and I'm gonna tell you why. If I don't like it, I'm gonna swipe left for no and tell you why. So let's get into some of the topics that I got. is PBNs in web 2.0s. Swipe left. Now, I know there's a lot of people out there that still believe and swear by web 2.0s and PBNs, but here's the reason why I do not like them. Number one is it's pretty much just as much effort to set up uh, or buy PBNs as it would be to go out and do like a guest post or to go out and do some form of outreach. That's number one. So the level of effort when it comes to setting up and maintaining web, web 2.0s and PBNs are pretty much the same as doing outreach, but the quality of a PBN is far less than an outreach or even like a guest post link. That's reason number one. Reason number two is that I just don't think that they work anymore. I, I really do know that Google's algorithm has gotten so good at uh, basically ignoring links. It's very rare to get penalized unless you do something egregious. But basically what Google really now understands how to do is just not look at those links. So think about it this way. You're spending all this time and effort uh, working and building PBN and Web 2.0 links. Uh, maybe you're doing so because you're on a budget. So you're spending more of your time doing that. But ultimately... They're just not working and they're not getting results. So again, that level of effort is still really high. And again, the output is so low. So my answer is no, swipe left, keep it moving. Don't waste your time. And honestly, just my opinion on everything in life. If you're going to be a bear, be a damn grizzly. If you're going to do something, do it right. Don't look for shortcuts. Don't look for hacks. You're never going to make any money in this world or put a real impact on a client's website by doing that kind of crap. So swipe left and move on. The next one up is blogging, and I am going to swipe right on this. I have pretty much built my career off blogging. I consider this a form of blog too, just doing video, but blogging still works really well uh, for a number of reasons from an SEO point of view. Number one is because it allows you to build top funnel traffic. So we look at everything on a website as a funnel. Bottom funnel is going to be like your service or product pages, right? Those are going to map more towards um purchase intent keywords. So people looking to buy or hire uh, or shop, what have you, those are going to map to like your product pages. But after that, there's still a whole bunch of traffic that you can capture that are people in market that are people are uh, may, might not know your product exists or don't know your brand exists. We can capture those folks from Google and search with blogs. So again, if you're selling like shoes, the bottom funnel keywords that you'd be targeting with your product and category pages would be buy shoes, buy red shoes. But you can also do more informational pieces of content like best shoes for summer, right? People are searching for that type of stuff because that's pre-purchase intent that people are looking for before they're ready to buy. Another example, because I just bought a house and we're renovating it, is things like design style. So if you if you sell furniture, again, like buy red couch, living room couch is a bottom funnel keyword, but uh, you know, going after keywords and putting together like roundup style posts that have things like, um, you know, contemporary design furniture or uh, mid-century modern furniture, stuff like that into a blog post that attracts people there. And then, oh, by the way, you sell that product. It's an easy fit. So blogging in any sort of content marketing for me is a major swipe, right? That's going to be a huge yes. In why eat and why MYL. I'm going to swipe left on this. And the reason I'm going to swipe left is because... To me, when we're talking about these types of things, and this is kind of a gripe that I have with the entire SEO industry, is it seems like people don't know how to spend their time and attention. Eat and YMYL, all it's basically saying is build a good website with good content and don't do shady stuff. 
right? That's all you have to focus on when it comes to a lot of SEO stuff. If you want to get down in the weeds, reading those things and optimizing websites for it, be my guest. You can waste your time. But like I said, a lot of SEO now, it's not rocket science. It's just a matter of where to input the right amount of effort to get the max amount of results. So what we want to do is we want to focus on decreasing that input while maintaining and growing the output. Getting into things like guidelines like this, when you already know the information, you already know the stuff, just like stop doing stupid shit and you don't have to worry about this stuff. So I'm gonna swipe left on that. Uh, I do think it is important, the context and the content within that, but only if you're not doing things the right way. If you are doing things the right way, which we teach in the blueprint, which we teach in everything, you don't have to worry about this type of stuff. And that goes for the same thing with algorithm updates. Every time an algo update comes out, our websites go up. Why? Because we're following best practices. It's really that simple. So again, focus on decreasing your input while increasing your output. And a lot of that is just by focusing on the core elements of what makes SEO go and uh, no rocket science there. So I'm gonna swipe left on that. I'm not gonna waste my time, but you can if you want. Next one up is link building. This is gonna give the massive swipe right. So link building has always and traditionally been one of the more popular uh, tactics in, within SEO because we all know that it drives the most results. Google's not only said that links are important, but pretty much every case study and study from reputable sources out there show us that links are still a very important part of the ranking equation. Now, what matters most with links, just like anything else that I've kind of already alluded to, is focusing on quality over quantity. So instead of going after those Web 2.0s and PBNs, maybe you go out and you try and build some relationships with relevant websites uh, and get featured on those. Now, again, I know that's tough if you're working with clients. But if you're working with a newer website uh, and you're working on a budget, it is actually a lot easier to just go out and try and broker some relationships either through guest posting. It's pretty much how my career started. Websites like Moz and Search Engine Journal are always looking for authors. And if you're not a good writer, you can go on Upwork and hire someone for 300 to 500 bucks to write you a really good article. It's really not that hard. Then you can get on those websites. And not to mention, once you get on those websites, it opens up relationships with those folks. I've spoken at conferences. I've actually flown out to Moz's headquarters and done a whiteboard Friday. So it's almost got that PR element of it too. So if you're working with a new site, you know, I always try and tell people to focus on more of the relationship aspects as opposed to just like the mass link building at scale. Once you've got a website with some authority, that's maybe got some PR links, that's got a good base, then you can get into more of what I call like an aggressive SEO link building. So things like uh, guest posting, maybe not on the top websites, but on mid-tier websites, uh, resource page link building, sponsored posts. You know, we're constantly, if I'm being honest, just paying other websites to put our content on there. It's kind of the way that business gets done. If you know anything about PR, PR is very similar. It's all about greasing the wheels. I don't personally see anything wrong with it. We're not breaking any rules. We're not breaking any laws. It's just the way business gets done. Business is about the exchange of value. If you want to get your link on somebody else's website, how can you offer value to them? Nine times out of 10, there's going to be some sort of monetary exchange, whether that's, hey, I'll pay for a sponsorship package on your website, or hey, I'll pay for an advertisement, or I'll pay for your time to write the article, or I'll pay for the time for you to go into your website and put that up, or you're going to pay for content to get written to get up there, or you're going to pay in some other way, maybe with social equity, maybe you'll share the article on your big Twitter following or Facebook page after they post it, or you'll share the article to your email list after they update it with your link. So again, link building is all about the exchange of value. Unfortunately, nine times out of 10, there's some sort of monetary exchange in there. It's just something to be mindful. But link building as a whole, major swipe right, definitely still probably the best way aside from content to increase your organic traffic. The next one up is Python. So I'm gonna give a big swipe left to Python 
And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm, I'm actually hoping that this is controversial because on SEO Twitter and just on a lot of blogs, I'm seeing a lot of stuff about Python as a scripting language to help with SEO automation. And it does. I'm not refuting that. My business partner, David Krevitt, is probably one of the best Python experts when it comes to marketing in the entire world. But he'd be the first person to tell you that a lot of the stuff that you're seeing on headlines is complete bullshit. These people are doing it as a means to kind of promote themselves, which I get. I'm not saying anything bad about these folks, but they're not actually using it in practice because we've actually taken a lot of these models, David has anyways, I don't want to say we, and try to put them into some of our tools and they just don't work because they're not scalable. Yes, they are good to do minor things like, you know, uh, you know, changing intent and keyword tagging and stuff like that. But in all honesty, learning Python is not worth the amount of output and results that you get from that. So let me say this about Python. Number one, I'm not telling you not to learn it because learning anything in this world is great, especially a scripting language like that. It's very powerful. It has a lot of use cases. So I want to kind of break this down even more and tell you when Python would be a good idea to learn versus when it's not. If you are an agency owner, especially a small agency owner, do not learn it. It's a waste of your time. If you are working at an agency, a smaller agency, I would say no, don't learn it. If you're working at a bigger agency like Sapient Nitro and you want to move up, I would say yes. Then it's starting to get into the, uh, the worth your time range and to learn Python in terms of the impact that it's going to have on your career. If you're working in-house as an SEO at a big company like Target, I would say yes, it will definitely help. But again, the amount of people working in-house versus, versus the amount of people that are trying to start their own agencies or consultancies... Um, it's, it's very small in comparison, especially for my audience. So most of my audience, I'm going to say no. It's a waste of your time to learn it because the amount of time and effort that you have to put in to learn it versus the amount of impact that it's going to have on your work and on your clients is, is very minimal. So again, I'm not saying anything bad about Python. My partner is a Python expert. We use it every day in the tools that we built, but we're not using it at our agency for the analyses that we're doing for clients because it takes just as much work, if not more, to learn it and then try and implement a Python script to do like auto keyword tag than it is to just kind of do the keyword tag manually because you got to review the Python scripts afterwards anyway to make sure that the work is correct. So Python for me is getting a big swipe left. So that's all I got for this episode of SEO Tinder. Uh, this is kind of a trial video. So if you guys like this, please make sure to leave me a comment below. Uh, comment on some things that you would like to get a swipe left or swipe, swipe right on. I'm planning on doing another one about like advertising tactics. So leave me any questions that you guys want answered about advertising, marketing, sales, SEO, and uh, we'll feature you in the next SEO or sorry, marketing Tinder series. As always, guys, like, subscribe. I'll see you in the next video. Peace.